because the thing is, man, is like, when you're driving on the road, I mean, like, you get a person who's that rude, I mean, they're going to kill you. So, like, if you give them a quick, sh short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Dig it. I mean, he got off like, because I could have given him a flash, you know, I only hit him once. <laughs> This is Film Photography Podcast. Hi, John. Hey. How are hey, you? Mark. Hello. Hey, everybody. Uh, my bell. Hold on. My, my, my Coke my Blood bell. Orange is in the way. No, no, no. Can I have my bell? Oh. You don't want me to ring it? Well, I like you to ring it, but I like having it, too. Just okay. let him ring it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I do it like that, it sounds like uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, the guy in the wheelchair? Yeah. Salamanca. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Film Photography Podcast. WP, WFPP. <laughs> Welcome to WFPP 185.5 yeah. FM. Yeah. 185 on your camera dial. That's right. This is our drive-by show. <laughs> drive-by. <laughs> This is our drive time show. Mm. Bonus show. Bonus. Bonus show. Bonus. This is too much stuff to talk about. So yeah. these will be a little bit shorter. Not always. Sometimes. Uh, and it's Mike Rosso and John Fideli. Hey, how are Mark, you? Mark Dalzell. Yep. Are these shows like the drunk guy at a party who kind of no. pulls you aside and tells you stuff? They're a shorter time, but they're made up by being lower quality. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Succinctly put. I like going to parties with you, John. Why? Because when you go to these parties and people are drinking, and I don't drink, people grab you and they just start talking about yeah. stuff to you. And that John's a good guy to look at. Be like, hey, man, like get me out of this. Yeah. Be your, what do they call that? Uh, <laughs> uh, wingman. I'll get you out of that situation. Yeah. So John will be a distraction. He'll come in, hey, how's it going? And I'll, I'll just disappear. I just walk away. I, I don't need a wingman. Really? Really? You just walk away. I just walk Mark away. Has Joseph trick. Mark is all attitude. You just walk away. I literally he just turn around and walk away. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't care. He won't even laugh and I distract himself. Oh, yeah, cool. Like, all right, see you. It's almost like if a telemarketer calls you on the phone and you just hang up on it. That, you do yeah. that in real life. That's me, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go stand over, over there right now. And I walk away. And he walks over to <laughs> this stands there. You want to try the mango? I had the mango last time. Oh, you did? Okay. We're talking about uh, Diet Coke introduced some new flavors. This blood orange is not so bloody. <laughs> not so orangey either. Hey, uh, this is a letter came in came in, in March. Daniel Mainzer. He says, Hey, Michael, the T-Max is interesting. He's talking about the 3200, yeah. the 3200 ISO. The T-Max is interesting as I was one of the original testers of this film hmm. for Kodak along with various other films. I was an in-house photographer at Firestone and General Tire, 1976 to 1987, wow. and did most of the technical darkroom work. Now, Daniel, I have to ask you... Wait, what? Wait, I missed some... He was working for Firestone doing darkroom stuff? What was yeah. he doing? For the uh, press. House no. photographer at Firestone oh, for and General publicity. Tire. Gotcha. Okay. I bet you Daniel has a a mean set of the Firestone and General Tire Christmas albums. Oh, those are your faves. Oh my God, <laughs> I love those. You know about those? No. Back in the day, sixties and seventies, you'd go and get a set of tires in December because you get a free Christmas album. Mm. Like every a, like year, an LP. Uh, LP, yes. That's crazy. The gent who came up with the idea in like 1963, he was an ad agency guy, like a Don Draper type. Mm -hmm. He pitched it to a um, to a uh, dealership, to a to a tire company. Everyone thought he was crazy. <laughs> Who's crazy now? They thought he was nuts. So like, that's the craziest idea. No, you get you buy the set of tires, you get the free Christmas album. And what he did is he went around to every. Uh, to labels, like he went to Columbia and said, "Hey, can I get a sample of each? Mm. You know, like a Barbara Streisand, a Perry Como, uh, a Bing Crosby, and he, it was a compilation. Mm -hmm. So it'd be different artists on a one album, branded Firestone. Interesting. From so, different labels or one label? Uh, usually, it was presented by one, uh, one label. Like every year, it would be on Columbia 
LPs. They drag all their artists in to record one it Christmas song. It was so amazingly popular that other, not only uh, tire dealerships, but department stores jumped on that bandwagon. Mm. Grants. Cor- Corvettes. Corvettes, Grants. So if you go, every year I go to eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year, you go to eBay. Around October, November, and I try to fill in the, the, the volumes I'm missing. Cause, How many you got? Um, I got how a lot. Many, how many years did they do it for? They did it. Decades? They did it uh, 1962 to 1976-ish. Mm. I'm stunned that this is a thing and that you're so knowledgeable about it. Yeah. I, I, okay, cool. But I, I bet he does have the whole set then. Daniel, if you're listening, I'm gonna I'm gonna send Daniel an email follow up. Say, hey mm-hmm. Dan, you mentioned got any records you want to sell? Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> help me fill in the blank years. Uh, he says our Kodak rep recommended me to be part of the Kodak test panel. Mm. The film came in unmarked yellow boxes with numbered color and black and white designations and the ISO. I shot it, processed it, printed with results and de- with detailed reports on each phase. Mm. The original T-Max was unprintable, even though the density was good, and I used their developer, D76 and HC110. Agitation patterns were critical. Hmm. Very weird. Successive emulsions improved till it was okay. This took over a year. Imagine that. Kodak. I can't imagine. I'm just thinking about it as you describe it. Like, oh my God, what a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Agitation no. patterns were critical. Like, oh, I just imagine myself in a lab code. like. Yeah. Developing hundreds of rolls of film, it just oh. sounds like a nightmare. Now do it counterclockwise. Exactly. Oh, then you find really? weird, like oddities, like try oh, it with the, your left leg in. The now try with your left look, leg out. You find oddities, like oh, the negatives look good, but they won't print properly. Well, why mm. not? I don't know. How is that? Uh, what does that even mean? Back to the old drawing board. It may, may have to do with like the the grain patterns, I guess. I don't know what that even means. I'm working on a book of black and white documentary images from Firestone and General Tire of life in the plants and the death of the rubber industry in Akron. Hmm. This guy has the LPs. I bet she has every one. <laughs> Read between the lines. He's got the LPs. He's holding out on you. <laughs> you want a few of those, oh John? God. No, I don't. My dad had a couple of them. They were, I don't know if they were Firestone. Though. Cooper Tire had them, too. Well, it may have been Goober Tire. Yeah. It Goober. May have been the, <laughs> Goober. Goober Tire. It may have been the competition Goober Tires. When I was dating my high school sweetheart, her dad was a Cooper dealer. Yeah, you dated her just for the records. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me two records. Uh, two albums. Oh, they were uh, sealed. I got to go, honey. Thanks for the records. <laughs> you got any more? But Sorry. Mike, where are you going? Welcome to Dumpsville. <laughs> Population, you. Uh, Daniel says, I still have my 8x10 and 4x5 Deardoffs, 120 and 35 film capabilities. I enjoy your efforts. Keep it up, Daniel. Thanks, Thanks. man. Cool. Thanks, Daniel. I'm gonna... That's pretty cool. I hope you keep... Daniel, keep us posted on your book. I'm going to email him about these... Uh, yeah. <laughs> about the records. Yeah. Exactly. And I'll put that in the, in the personal file. Here, you read this, John. Uh, Mark doesn't get to read anything. I never get to read anything. Yeah, read this. You you read that one. Can you read? I'm sorry. I didn't want I to put you on the spot. I can read. That's a great line in uh, Being There, Peter Sellers. Yeah. What? He's at a cocktail party with his drink and his, his hors d'oeuvre, and he's like, somebody's talking to him, and he's like, he's like oh, have you read da-da-da-da? Yeah. And he just looks at him deadpan. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> and the other guy's like, I know. Who has the time? <laughs> great movie. <laughs> Hal Ashby. <laughs> Such a good movie. I'll check, I'll check it out. I think we had this discussion about six months ago that I've never seen that movie. Okay. On the show. In a garden, growth has its season. First comes spring and summer, but then we have fall and winter. And then we get spring and summer again. What show? You can put this in the show or not if you want, Mike, but it's, yeah. it's hilarious. Mm. Yes. Call this number, 719-266-2837. Oh, is that the, uh, the hotline? Let me call it. Welcome to Call the Notes. Your emergency Hall and Oats helpline. To hear one-on-one, please press one. 
To hear rich girl, please press two. To hear manita, please press three. Manita. To hear privatize, please press four. I'm hanging up. Manita. 719-266-2837. And what's it called? Call and Oats. <laughs> you call it up. It's an automated line. It says, thank you for calling Call and Oats. Press one for Maneater. Press two for Rich Girl. Press three. Yeah. And, you just out. Out. and then it plays the whole song. Why wouldn't you play Rich Girl? Because John yelled out oh, four and I panicked. private eyes? I was uh, going for Rich Girl. Does Call and Oats know about this? It's, it's actually been around for years. Really? I'm sure they do. Is there one for Rick Ashby? <laughs> no. Rick Astley? You know, yeah, Rick. <laughs> oh, that's his name. Ashby. Ashby. Hal Ashby, you're oh, thinking. Oh, we have a letter. Let's read a letter. Oh, a letter just arrived. Oh. Mail's in. It this, says. This just in. It should be like. Oh, it's from Daryl Hall and John Oates. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Crazy. It should be Amazing. Like a, you know what a vacuum max tube is? No. You know the banks use them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do, what do the call? tubes. It's a you tube. put your money in it. That's how our letters come in. <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah. This just in. Message body. This is from uh, Jeffrey Killenbeck. Uh, message body. Hi. Wait, where does it go? Oh, so far it's pretty good. I, I know because like <laughs> because the message is all mixed in with the FPP stuff. Oh jeez. You got a message from Jeffrey Killenbeck. It is pronounced quote kill in Beck like the musician, but I don't want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> the Flickr name is name zero three. Here is the message. Hi, I came into film photography sort of ass-backwards and only started listening to your excellent podcast a couple weeks ago. I started at the beginning, and I made it into the double digits today. Great stuff, really. You couldn't possibly be more right about the attitudes of the folks at largeformatphotography.info. I'm a recreational microscopist. Okay. That sounds like one of those fake onion article careers. I'm a recreational microscopist and finally decided to mess with my 4x5 microscope camera. Oh. What? Well, that forum is not the place to ask any questions. Anyway, in one of the early episodes, I heard Mike talking about his affection for the Kodak brownies, apropos. So I thought maybe he'd be someone I could pass my Kodak close-up lenses onto. Did you know they had those? Oh, there's a box here. It's around here somewhere? I was going to show you, Martin. That little box. Show me. Show me. Is this it? This uh, is a box. Points to the smallest box on the planet. <laughs> well, it's is a box. it this one? <laughs> <laughs> That's why the box brownies all oh, had that weird is. ring around the shutter opening. I've got some dead relatives who'd be tickled pink to know those little lenses are still in circulation. Hmm. Anyway, they'll be in the mail soonish. Hope you find something interesting to do with them. I'll see if I can't fit other things in there too. Winky. Mm. Candy. Yes, killing back. Oh, oh no. look, there's a package from was, my. Was there any candy in there? I didn't open it. I'm opening it right oh, now. It's open. This just came uh, squeezing through the tube. Whoa! Whoa. There's a letter. Yeah. Feels like pit- pitchers. Pitches. Oh, it's a Crown Royal bag. Yeah. You know, you know it's good if it comes in a Crown Royal oh, bag. Oh yeah. That's, whoa! Look at that. Oh my goodness. Oh. Oh, where did he get that insect from? Specifically, that? where did he get that insect? It looks from? like a flea or something. Something yeah, it could be. evil. Well, it's got pinch. Oh, it's he's a recreational microscopist. Oh, says this is a slide of a daddy long legs. Ooh. They're not spiders at all. Closer to crabs. Look at that. Looks like a crab. And then this one is this is a slide of diatoms, yeah, a type of yeah. algae. Uh, not that one. Oh my God, Mike! <laughs> what? This is a one thirty camera. Get out of town. We were just told we should open this on the last episode. We didn't uh, know. Stoops. I've never seen a 130 camera before. Two episodes ago. This takes like like long panoramic pictures. Oh. It takes like three by five. That's so crazy that you just got a 130 camera. And what's this one? A 120. While so you got look- a 120, a 116, and a 130. That's While you're so looking weird. at that, uh, on the back of one of the photos he sent in, it says, I've got more cameras than I know what to do with. Problem is, nobody I know shoots film. Bet you know someone who would enjoy these. Yeah, he's sitting right here. His name is yeah, Mark, Dalzell. Mark Dalzell. Yeah, this is like Christmas. Uh, thanks so much for the podcast. It really has helped me just let go and really enjoy photography. Turns out, 
All I needed to do was get on board with the Lomo aesthetic and right. just enjoy the whole process. Cheers, Jeff. Oh, Kill him back. What do you got over there? But now, the, those the, are the lenses. The original point was, yeah, these are the close-up lenses, which are beautiful. Look at these. Hold up the those go on these cameras. They're little, like little pomade tins. Jeffrey, right? This is Jeffrey, right? Yes. Here? Jeffrey Killenbeck. Cool. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you very much. I mean, these uh, just two shows ago, we, Mark and I and John were discussing the uh, ca- camera, camera, camera hack. Thank you. <laughs> camera hack. 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 Hammerhead shark. We were talking about the adapters, which the FPP online store now sells, so people who have these box cameras can put a roll of 120 film through them. That's a pretty big box camera there. What is that, 130 you said? 130, yeah. I've never seen a 130 camera before. Wow. Now, 130's been extinct you know, since like, I started, the 30s. Mark, I started the research for making back, backing paper and spools. But, you know, I just got busy doing other stuff. I have all the prices. I have everything all laid out. You know, maybe, you know, maybe if, if I can get interest from, like, like if I can find one of you guys who's, like, as passionate about it. I mean, maybe that this is a, a Indiegogo or Kickstarter kind of thing. That would be perfect. I mean, it's, it's perfect for Indiegogo. Or yeah, Kickstarter. it's just like it's just a process. I just have to find uh, somebody or someone who will do the rolling. Uh, Ilford will make the special order film every year. They have a special order. <laughs> Imagine the amazing uh, Svema color, your favorite color film for these box cameras. Oh my yeah. god. Be beautiful. Well, one twenty-two would be fun. One eighteen would be fun. One sixteen, though, that should be. That'll be more appealing to the masses. Oh, there's a lot more one sixteen out there than anything. But yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see what develops. <laughs> ah, like oh, so I see what you did. Funny. Uh, just one more letter before we talk camera cameras. Okay. Cameras. This says uh, it's from it's from Kevin Lane. He's a music teacher in Wood Station Elementary School at Wood Station Elementary School. It says Mike, thank you for the email. Good to know the check made it there. Well, you don't need to know that. Oh, he must have bought some uh, bought some stuff from the FPP online store. I'm guessing. Yes. I am in the presentation stage of the project. We have a music standard that asks students to form a connection between music and the other arts. This year, the other art is photography, and we are focusing on the jazz photography of Francis Wolfe of Blue Note Records. Yeah, that's some cool uh, records for Blue Note, for sure. He shot over 20,000 photographs of jazz musicians as they rehearsed for recording sessions for Blue Note. And these photos were always used for the album artwork. He had a definite style which we were trying to emulate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm doing this project with third, fourth, and fifth graders, all of whom have already created original music using GarageBand or iPads and, u- and their ukuleles. The next step is to create the artwork. And that's where the photography comes in. They will partner up and shoot the portraits of each other using debonairs. Debonairs. Oh, yeah. FPP debonairs. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. Then we will soup the film in class. Finally, they will make contact prints using sun paper. Is that the stuff you just like put leaves on and leave out in the sun? It's blue, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you just expose it to the light. Yeah, you use a negative. Yeah, Yeah, it's fun. Sun paper. What do you mean? They're going to put put the negatives on the sun paper? Yeah, you put the negative on the paper, and then you just expose it to light for whatever, a couple oh. seconds, and then you turn the light back off, take off the negative, and you develop it, and you end up with a contact print. Oh, yeah. It's fun. That's oh, nice. Or do you even have to... Well, you don't even know how you develop that stuff. But. It doesn't develop. No, yeah, you, you don't. You don't. Yeah. You're just right. done. Just, yeah, right. It's just... It's just it just know. comes out. Uh, I'm hoping that, just as I place a heavy emphasis on analog audio and the importance of buying music, they will find an interest in traditional photography and seek out their parents' or grandparents' film cameras and put them to good use. It's what I do. I'm the music teacher from the other side of the tracks. I can't thank you enough for what you do and for allowing us to purchase from the FPP store. When, if we get usable photos, I will send them to you. Regards, Kevin Lane. Music teacher. Yes, Kevin. Awesome. Thank you very much. And you put a Bob Dylan quote. Can I read it? Sure. Mama, put my guns in the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. That cold black cloud is coming down. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. Bob Dylan. Elliot Landy was like, I was there. Yeah, probably did shoot Bob Dylan. Well, He did shoot Bob Dylan. 
Really? Elliot Landy. What do you got? What are you reading over there, well, book? Welcome back to the Pink Floyd Photography Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more letter. Hey, my... How about this? This is from Matt Edwards Davies. It sounds like he's in a band. Or Edward. Ed- Matt Edwards Davies. Three names makes him sound fancy. Okay. Sounds like he's in a band. Sure, sounds like he's in... In the Kinks. Just want to drop your line <laughs> and let you know that I'm nearing the halfway point of the show. What show? So many folks are like writing in. Of this show, he's listening as we... They're writing in he doing that? from the past. Yeah. yeah. And by the time they hear their letter, it'll be like... Years. 21, 2021. <laughs> well, it's, it's like that last letter where he's talking about whatever yeah, that it, website that probably doesn't exist. Uh, maybe it does. In 2010? You, Matt, and the gang have been keeping me entertained on my one-and-a-bit-hour drive to work for the past few months, and I suspect I will continue for the next few months. Thanks also for throwing some fire on a serious case of gas. I just purchased enough upgrades to my 4x5 camera to basically create another 4x5 camera, and thanks to Matt, I am... Now it's a 5x5. It's got so many upgrades. (laughs) Thanks to Matt, I'm contemplating purchasing some 8x10 or 11x14 parts. What? Yeah. To, cre- to convert my 4x5 into a gigantic money pit. <laughs> <laughs> you can use the 11x14 as a darkroom to develop the 4x5 in. Also, thanks to Matt, I discovered Photostock, which is only five, six hours away, and I will be attending this year for sure. Oh, no doubt. Uh, this, came in on, this letter came in on April... In April 6, 2018. So this year he's going to Photostock. What's a Photostock? All the guys with their large format cameras get together? Well, I wouldn't put, make it gender specific. Gender? You said guys. Well, oh, people. Uh, folks. Right. So say again. Humans. What is Photostock? Yeah, it's all over. Oh, I'm getting some interference from my brother. Uh, uh, uh. It's my mother. Hang on. Oh. What is it? <laughs> Can't you put her in the bathroom? I'm doing my show. No, you could do it by yourself. I'm doing my show. Sorry for that interference. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is photo stock? Is that when all the people with their large format cameras get together? Or is that... Uh, That's the get-together with campfire in the yeah, woods. But it's is it large format? It or? is not format these, specific. Oh, okay. But these are hardcore photographers. No. Uh, well, Matt, who has gone many, many times, doesn't put it in a box like that. No? Okay. Hey. Just like Ginger Baker says, You can't put your music in a box. Beware Mr. Baker documentary on Netflix. Check it out. It's really, really. Yeah, he's a harassable really old amazing. dude. Amazing. He's, he's a miserable and Here was it all these years later and still going strong. So, Matt Edwards Davey, thank you very much. Mark, what do you got? Yeah, trying good, to finish a roll. Good luck with your uh, camera building there. Oh, did we t- we read a uh, an email from Mark Disher? Was that last time? Mark Disher I says your st- your store is like candy, and your podcast is fun. Should I seek help for my regression? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, really quick, folks, while we're talking here, <laughs> that looks like the film. Uh, I think it was last show where John. You, uh, you were talking about your Lomo Square. It was a couple of shows ago, like 183 or 182 or something. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Your Lomo Square. What's it called? Pee on cheese? Pigali. Oh. <laughs> Pee on cheese. Uh, talk, talk, talk to us here about Lomo Service. We did the, Share with us. First of all, Lomo Service is amazing. I, I went to the Kickstarter page. I sent an email, told them my issue. Someone wrote me back and said, oh, I'm you know, writing an email to Adam. At this email address and explain your situation. I did. I sent all the information. I took photos of the camera. I sent them photos of what was happening with the camera. And within two days, I got a new camera. I mean, amazingly quick and awesome. But now I'm shooting with the new camera, and my results are not that much better. The Salomo Instant Square camera. And I'm talking about indoor with the flash. Meanwhile, Leslie was here with hers, and she loves it. The pictures look brilliant. They're right over there. Something's wrong. John was thinking maybe he's putting his thumb in front no, of it. No, I'm not putting it. It's, it's impossible. It's above the shutter release. Is the so. lens clean? That looks like it could also be a cloudy lens or something. No. Well, what's, what was wrong with it? Just very dark photos. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. Look at this. What was that sound? It's all electronics. That's just what it sounds like. <laughs> it's crunchy. Jeez. It's a crunchy camera. I just want to let everyone know out there who's listening uh, that there is no sponsored content on the FPP. 
I say this because I I keep getting emails from nobody people. owns you. It's 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 uh, oh like oh you're probably getting free Lomo cameras for this. No, well it's nothing to do with Lomo. I'm just saying, I'm. It's liberating, John. You got nobody to answer to. No one. You're the man. <laughs> uh, folks send me emails. I get at least one a week saying, "Hey, I'd like to write a post for your site, and you let me know what you want to charge me." To post oh, it. Oh, oh, I see. Sponsored content. Yeah, I got you. Mm. I thought you meant people assumed it's we were getting free news. stuff. It's it's fake. It's someone would be paying me to post a blog on the FPP. Mm. But that's how it works. That's not how it's going to happen. I here. know. I used to have a friend who was a DJ in a in a big radio station in Philadelphia, and for him to be like, "Oh yeah, I was down at Joey's Deli last night eating a sandwich." That's like five thousand dollars for him to just say that. Wow. Like so when a DJ says, "Oh yeah, I I, I did this last week." That company's paying for that. There's no way a DJ is doing that for free. It's, it's thousands of dollars to get those things. Assholes. It annoys me. <laughs> John, serious. It annoys no, me. I mean, everybody, everybody has a price. It's sponsored content. Except Mike. Mike, well, we're not doing it. Not in this his house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want everyone to know there's no sponsored content. The only, there's nothing sponsored here. So mm. even, I don't run commercial spots. I don't say we're going to our FPP spot anymore because people were confusing it with a commercial. You play 40-year-old commercials. The only reason I was... <laughs> Cutting those spots was because I'm a commercial producer mm-hmm. and I'm trained to cut spots. I'm like a monkey. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, FPP debonair. Let me cut a 30 second spot. Let me cut it. Mm. But it's not sponsored content. KTZ cuts. That's right. Also, our plugs for the dark room. I think many folks think that they're they're a sponsor. No, they're not a sponsor. If they were a sponsor, if it's ever a sponsor, you will know. Saying now, you know, now a word from our sponsor. But we don't have any sponsors. K-Tel presents another great new album, Believe in Music. 22 original hits. The original star, Daniel Boone. Mouth of McNeil. Lighthouse. Looking Glass. Donny Osmond. Sure. O.J., Rod Stewart, Slade, Dr. Hook, Raspberry, The Hollies, and more. Gallery. Margin. Rick Springfield. Get K-Tel's Believe in Music. 22 original hits. The original stars. Only $3.99. On 8-track cartridge, $5.99. <laughs> Hey, everybody, some big news. We're having our official 2018 Film Photography Project walking workshop this year. The dates are Friday, August 3rd through Saturday, August 4th, and ending on Sunday, August 5th. Really? And what town would that be in, Matt? Finlay, Ohio. Lovely downtown Findlay, Ohio. <laughs> That's Flag right, City, USA. Oh, ho, ho. That's right. Come join us on those dates, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Findlay, Ohio. This summer, go to filmphotographyproject.com. You'll see right on the front homepage the the link to register. What else, Leslie? The link to register and get more information. <laughs> register yes. and. Get more information. You do need to register for this event. There is a $25 registration fee. We are having a reception on Friday night where we'll have some goodies. We hope to have some special guests. A cash bar (laughs) on Saturday. Saturday's a big day because there's all sorts of stuff going on. We're going to feed you some breakfast. and We're going to pump you up with some caffeine. And we are going to have our classic, not necessarily in this order, group shoot of everybody there out in front of the mansion. We are also going to do demos for you this year. Mm -hmm. Of course, we have our famous giveaway table. Also going on in town that weekend is something called our Steam Show. But included with the Steam Show is a classic large flea market. 
You can go down there for photographic opportunities or just fleas. <laughs> Later on in the evening, it starts late afternoon, we have cartoons. Cartoons on Main. And everybody from all around brings in their vintage automobiles and parks them. And that's under the streetlights at night. So they just have that classic 1960s, just, just cruising. Wonderful to shoot. That's Saturday. Sunday? Hmm, should I divulge Sunday? Please do. Okay. If you would like to set in as audience on FPP recordings for the podcast, you will have an opportunity to do so. It's even possible that we will give the microphone to you. So it's going to be a jam-packed weekend. This is all in our planning stage. Things have changed slightly. We could add some things to it. The important thing to remember is when this does go up, Film Photography Project's website, that you register right away. Our space is limited. We have always sold out. So it's important to do it early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to see you in Finlay. Hey, we're back. Here's Mark Dalzell. Talk about uh, summer is here, practically. Mm. I mean, not here at the FPP. We still have our coats on. It'll never be summer here. No. <laughs> It'll always be Arctic Start winter. Start warming up in November. Summer. But Mark's here to talk about a camera that uh, maybe you'd like to seek out for your summer fun in your uh, pool, I know, hot I tub, or, or if ocean. you swim in the ocean, it's the perfect camera. Thank you, Mike. That was brought to you by Crazy Joe's Hot Tubs and Swimming Pools <laughs> down on Route 17. Right. You think of a hot tub, think of crazy, think of crazy Joe's. Joe. <laughs> um, our prices are so low, we're underwater. Uh, oh. <laughs> I just thought of that. I just thought of that. Yeah, that's amazing. The way your mind works. Can't tell. Unbelievable. So today I brought with me the C and C <laughs> Music Factory. The C and C Motor Marine MX10. Um, wow, that's a brick. This is the Sony sports camera. It looks like if if you if you recall in the mid '90s, Sony went crazy with that crazy bright orange mm. yellow. I have a Walkman. Yeah, Same the Walkman. Color. I've got this, my speakers still. Like they made everything in that crazy bright yellow. So that's what this is. It's kind of rounded, bright yellow. It's made out of like eighth inch thick plastic. You, you could, could kill somebody with that. Yeah, it's indestructible. But it's a temple. It's an underwater, a really great underwater camera. It is, it's it's fairly automated. It has a fixed shutter speed of a hundredth of a second, but it has selectable apertures. It's got auto wind. It's got auto rewind, or like I should say, motor rewind. And then the the cool thing about it is, it's got a, a lot of add on features you can get for it. So the camera itself is sort of, is basically a point and shoot that you have selectable apertures. But what they also made for it was this big honking fellow that, that looks total pro. Uh, this is the uh, the the YS series which is the yellow sub. Does it come with a wetsuit and fins? I wish. A matching wetsuit. <laughs> so it's got a big sidecar flash. That's great. That looks total pro. That you can put on the side. Looks like National Geographic. Why aren't wetsuits yellow? Then sharks would eat I more people. Maybe, maybe, maybe. get no. eaten. No, sharks eat things that are dark colored. I feel like wetsuits used to be brighter colors. Like in the sixties, like orange, right? Yeah, they used to or be reddish. like. Yeah, well, like GI Joe had orange, had an orange wetsuit. Yeah, what's up with that? Why are they all black now? What's wrong with people? It's all these New Yorkers going, going, going scuba diving. Got to well, wear black. Well, black is the new red, I guess. Yep. They want to rub up some against some dirty coral and leave a mark. Looking at that camera, it makes me think of National Geographic films where you'd see the guy underwater with that big camera and that big flash yeah. hanging off of it. Well, and the interesting thing about this is if, if you read literature, the camera has a built-in flash. But, apparently, I don't know, I'm just telling you what I read on the internet in .5 seconds of searching Google, Yeah, that um, if because the flash is so close to the lens, you get a lot of backspatter, back, backscatter, Backscatter. What do you mean, the background? Because the flash is so close to the lens, you get a lot of backscatter. So any little particulates that are in the water oh. show up on your film oh, as little spots. Moving the flash away from the lens reduces that because they're, they're bouncing back in a different direction. Does that immediately cancel out the on-camera flash? Well, no. On the in? front, you've got your aperture selector. And if you turn it one way, you're changing your apertures. Mm -hmm. 
uh, from 4.5 down to 22 on the camera that I've got here. If you turn it the other way, that turns the flash on, and you can, you can have the flash on at either aperture 4.5 or 11. So that's turning on the internal flash. Oh, I see. In the other positions, uh, I'm telling the flash when to fire or not, which is a pretty serious flash. Copy. Everything is... Like, yeah, go ahead. Let it, let it go with that flash. Like, take a picture with it? Well, you don't have to take a picture, but just flash the well, flash. Well, no filming. Okay, well, it's loading up. We'll see how, how that... They, no, not on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Over there. Stop. What are you doing? He's <laughs> crazy. Do it. So it's like a proper... <clears throat> what was that? The, the wind on it is a little labored. The wind could use some fiber. <laughs> What's this camera what called? That? What? What's this oh, maybe it, so it, there's something going on upstairs. It was sunk up with... Uh, it went... Wait, here, I'll get the sound. Here's the sound. <laughs> What's this called? This is the C&C, like S-E-A. C- oh. C&C, Motor Marine MX-10. I'm sorry. Is um, there is there a actual photo company, like, like Fuji or some other company, behind it? No, just- C&C was their own company. Uh, oh. I, I believe... They are gone. Oh. But this is a fairly recent camera. I didn't even get through all the, all the features yet. Well, fairly recent for you means 1990s, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, this, uh, they, they started making stuff in the early 80s, like 83, I think, is when they started making cameras. This camera, I would guess, is from the no later than the mid-90s. Like it's, this is a pretty, pretty new camera. Uh, and, th- and this one was bought by a, a friend... I think to take on their honeymoon, he shot it on the honeymoon, and then he said, here, you want it, and he gave it to me. So this camera looks like it's brand new. It's never really been used. So anyway, we got, we got to the flash. What you also get, what you can also get for it is they made auxiliary Ooh, lenses. Wide-angle adapter? So you can pop... Wide-angle is nice. Pop a lens on the front. How, so, how wide is that? Uh, about an inch and a half. <laughs> the, uh, the camera itself comes with a 32-millimeter, uh, and this bumps you down to... 20. Where is it? Uh, 22. 20. Yeah, 20 millimeter. Um, Do they make any supplemental flash like slaves for underwater so you could like have like multiple? That's stupid. Well, no, you, no it's nothing stupid about that. I, why? I'm sure they do, but you could just use a, a photosensitive slave. <laughs> why, why? Ooh, get behind the barracuda. You know, if you're underwater, light. is that flash hardy enough to really light up your what you need to shoot? Yeah. You tell me. <laughs> Plus, doesn't water amplify light? Does it? I don't know. I'm mixing you. You're the smart one what here. Like Bill Nye, the science guy? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yes, it does, classes. John, actually. When you're underwater, you get a 33% increase. In, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jackass. Um, and then we've also got the little underwater sports sports finder you can put on it. Now, now you're, I'm pretty much full custode out now. That's yeah, right. That's crazy. So once you've got the, the finder on, everything is made really simple when you're shooting it underwater so that... If you're if you're underwater with gloves, so when I, I shot with this uh, <gasps> in the Bahamas, you did. So I, I was uh, um, scuba diving with it. You tie this to your wrist, and when you're underwater, all you have to do is click this button. It shoots and winds. There's n- nothing else you have to do. The the uh, aperture selector on the front is a big chunky button. The switch, o- the flash on and off is a big chunky button. So when you're underwater, if you have gloves on, you don't need to be fiddling with little little knobs and bits and pieces. Um, I love it. I I think it's. I mean, it's it's ugly, but it does a good job. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's just kind of chunky and rounded. And yeah, but it just you know. Yeah, it's it's fine. I feel like that's looks of very techy. Yeah, but uh, it. What it, uh, can it I ask you a question? Yeah. On top of that flesh, it looks like there's a lens on there. What is that? That. So again, if you're underwater and you've got your your wide angle and lens on there. And you don't want to shoot one, and you take it off, and then what do you do? You don't have pockets in your wetsuit. The lens attaches to the top of the flash. That's pretty cool. So that's where you store your lens, which is really cool. Uh, CNC made made a variety of cameras. They were all sort of based based off of the same design. They had a couple of truly point and shoot models: uh, the MX5, MX10, um, and then the Motor Marine, which are the ones that had the, the motor drive in them. Uh, there's a few different motor motor marine cameras. Uh, mine is officially called the MX-10, but it's also known as the Motor Marine 35 or yes. the 35 SE. And then they also, yes. if you were like full-on professional, they made a camera called the SX-1000, which was basically... A Aunt Linda? No. Again? 
they made a camera called the SX-1000, which was basically an underwater full-on SLR with a, with a, uh, a waterproof housing, and it took K-mount lenses, so you could use any of your Pentax lenses on it. Uh, that's a substantially more expensive camera. So those are going for thousands. This camera, everything I've shown you today. Yes. The camera, <laughs> the flash, everything. They're going for like 30 bucks on Really? Ca- what about that hard case? Well, the Pelican case is sold separately. Okay. But, the, but everything, uh, that's why, I, that's why I'm, I'm talking about it today. If you want to go to, you're going to the beach this summer, you're going on vacation. They're thirty bucks on eBay. They're all over. You could get one for twenty on eBay. Like they're with so the flash, cheap. with the uh, yeah, the flash. Is, flash? I, I don't know about the getting the wide angle lens, but the the camera body itself, which is totally usable on its own, you add the flash on the side. No, you're not going to spend more than forty bucks for it. Much Excuse me. Oh, the cube. Will sorry. that camera work in a pool? <laughs> it, it's it's rated to oh be waterproof to about 150 feet. Right. So the answer is no. So no. Yeah, you have to be at least 150 feet down for it to work. Mm. So um, underneath 150 feet, the pressure, the pressure, you'll just implode. Under pressure, and your head will <laughs> that, and your head will implode. And David Cronenberg will come out and go, ha ha. So have the sh- shots you shot with that cameras up on the flickers? Yep, uh, the shot I, I shot some stuff with it uh, last. Well, I guess it was a year ago now. Yeah, it was last April. So th- those are up there. So some some pictures of people swimming and pictures of fish. What kind of water were you in? Like. Uh, Ocean water. It was a. Uh, it was ocean. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was in the. It was the Caribbean Ocean. Because you can't take pictures up there in Vermont where you go swimming, right? The water's yep. too murky. No, no, it's clear. Uh, there's you pictures. You can take waters with I, that. I haven't it? shot with this exact underwater camera, but I do have underwater pictures in Vermont. Really? But even if you're not shooting it, even if if you're thinking, oh, I'm never going to go scuba diving, I'm never going to snorkeling. Well, it's still great to take to the beach. Yeah, because just in the waves or something. Yeah, if you want to go wading, if you drop it, if it's laying in the sand, yeah. sand isn't going to hurt it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and when you, you take it out and you just, you know, when you, when you go and rinse off in that little shower, just rinse the camera off yeah. while you're at it. Uh, and that's the, way, that's the way it is with the Nikonos um, underwater yeah. cameras, too. It, Those are you, way bulkier. You get back on the boat, you got a bucket of fresh water, you just swisher the camera around yeah. in the fresh water to rinse it off, and it's good to go again. Yeah, you gave me a Nikonos last year. Oh, did I? That I'm going to use this year. Yeah. yeah, you gave me during the during the winter. I just got I, I I've shot I've got the Nikonos two and I just got a Nikonos three that's not working. I got to I got to get it working. But um, I'm going to try those. But yeah, and and to mention those two, the, they were out around the same time. I think by the time this came out, the Nikonos four and fives were out. Ooh. But those are thousands of dollars compared wow. to this being you know at the time was probably a couple hundred dollars. Mm. So. But it's a great option. It's not one tenth the camera for one tenth the price. There, it's great. It does it does take good pictures. It's a fancy point and shoot. But I was going to sh- say it's nineteen nineties point and shoot esque. The button yeah. on the front is that your your uh, shutter speed? This? Yeah. No, oh. it's a fixed shutter of a hundredth. Okay. This is your apertures. Oh, get out of town. Your apertures go from twenty two up to four five, and then you've got. Then you turn the internal Two flash flashes. on at four five or eleven f eleven. Oh, so uh, wow. Yeah, so that's that's why everything's easy to use. So when you're underwater, that looks like a real joy to use. And on the back of the camera, it's got a, a bit of an exposure meter too. So when you're swimming and you're at the bottom of the ocean, if you're trying to judge what judge. your light levels are, uh, you can do that. And then your your shutter is just this, and then it just winds itself. And then when you turn that, it, it locks the shutter. Now, so what if you're underwater and you run out of film? <laughs> then. You have to just remember what you saw. Uh, needless to say, you don't put a twelve exposure roll in there. Probably not. You put like what did you what did you shoot underwater? What type of film? Uh, well, the roll I literally just took out right now that I don't even remember what what I took pictures mm. of was a roll of um, Superior two hundred Fuji. Okay, uh, and I think that's what I shot last time in it too. Hi, very nice. So just good good average film. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, yeah sure. That's it for this show. What oh, show? Just, this just like that? Uh, you know. Drive time show. Drive by show, as Mike says. <laughs> That's what my kids do. They hold it. They're like, it won't ring. It's broken. Put your hand off the outside. Stick. Not bad. Not good. A little better. Well, that's what the oh, EV turned good. up, though, right? Yeah, one notch. It only goes Still up one notch. Thrilled. We're going to be back in a week. Thrilled. But it's about the same as Leslie's. Not that much different. Yeah, but hers is normal. You guys are so picky. Yours I don't know what to talk about. So I want everyone to enjoy this uh, coming up a holiday. It's called, I think, Memorial Day. Oh, the Memorial Day. That's only in the U.S., right? I think so. Is there an equivalent? Nobody else remembers. May Day? Oh. 
podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Hey, what are you talking about? Yeah, give us uh, an email. What um, In your country, here in the U.S., we have Memorial Day. It's always on a Monday. It is sort of the official start of summer, even though summer doesn't start officially until June. It's the kickoff. It's the kickoff, especially here, Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Go down to Seaside, get your shack. Yep. You get get your weekly rental. That's right. All in position down there. That's right. All the hot dogs come down. So Brett comes down that week with the big shipments of hot dogs for the boardwalk. We're on the Flickr, the Instagram. The footlongs, not the regular size, the footlongs. The Facebook. And what I've been ignoring, but lately it's so popular, you know, with POTUS, oh. I, I couldn't, I can't ignore it anymore. Twitter, uh, uh, I'm still ignoring it. <laughs> imagine don't, if you don't tweet. Could you <laughs> imagine if I was on Twitter, like POTUS is on Twitter, like if you bad had the mouthing, attitude, bad mouthing other. <laughs> it's like Fuji. Who do they think they are? <laughs> uh, uh, discontinuing the three thousand. These people bad. are idiots. Bad, <laughs> bad people. Good uh, film, bad people. But uh, Twitter, it's its own—it's you know, its own thing. And um, our Twitter feed comes from Facebook, so whenever FPP posts on Facebook, it goes to Twitter. Oh. But yeah. people on Twitter, you know, it's interactive. You know, so if someone asks a question on Twitter, it's dead. There's nobody there to respond. Nah, I don't go on it. But I've been going on it. Like I, I feel almost like you know, need to be responsible. Like oh, okay, let me go on the Twitter, see what's going. Well, on. you shouldn't have hooked up your Facebook to your Twitter if you weren't going to go. I don't know. I just did it. You know, I don't go twatting. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite is Instagram. Yeah, why? Because it allows you to post. Uh, it's because it's picture centric. It's all about the image. They should allow you to post pictures on Facebook. That's dumb that you can't. Of course you can. Oh. Oh. So then, why do you need Instagram for then, John? Why, why do we need uh, why Snapchat? Why I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're on Instagram. Why? Why? <laughs> You're too good to just mail a picture to your mom. Like, you want, I don't know why. Why do there have to be so many? Why? I don't know why. I don't know why. And I know a lot of folks. I'm not gonna. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna talk too fast about this. I'm gonna I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna drone on or become an editorial. But people also complain about you know Facebook and privacy. Yeah, people complain about everything. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think people take these things for granted. These are free, free. free. These are free, 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 free platforms. Mike, my free. Nothing's free. No, that's They're what I'm cataloging saying. your whole life. Yeah, you pay for it with your privacy. You're, you're, and your- I mean, you're paying for it with information, so it's a trade-off. And, and, and you know, I think people feel entitled to it. Fact of the matter is... Except for the $8,000 I spent on Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> Don't... Get on, fa- don't, get off Facebook. Dave. I'm not on the Facebook. Like, you don't have to do it. John's not on Facebook. I just think what it's else? Stupid. You're only on Flickr. I'm on nothing. I'm on Flickr. I still have an AOL freaking no email on account. John and Kevin chat on MySpace. And when I mean <laughs> that, I mean guys. <laughs> I mean we're on Flickr. All of us and a lot of our listeners are on Flickr. But you look at everyone's account. It's like established 2008. I mean no yeah. no new people are on Flickr. No, I get, I get uh, people who want to follow me. Oh, like. And I go to I I click for them to follow me, and I go to their uh, page, and there's only like 28 photos posted. So there's new newbies coming in. I yeah. think. I think I think a lot more I, than you'd think. I like the flicker. I like the flicker. I like flicker. I only like it because it's comfort food. I'm used to it. You know, I know where I'm going. It doesn't to be seem better. It doesn't seem high pressure. I like no, when you used not. to be able to uh, to. Put notes on pictures and yeah, tag things. I don't do that no more. What do you mean? Remember, you used, used to be able to, be able like, to put notes on pictures? You used to be able to grab and then create a little square and then type in a little note. So yeah. if someone rolled over with their mouse... Oh, uh, on the picture. Yeah, yeah, on the picture, it would be like, oh, you know, look at me, stupid, or whatever. I like this part. Like, people used to be like, oh, I love the, I love the lines here. Like, I always they, thought that was cool. They did away with that. Yeah, a couple years, in the big... Be, can you still do that? No, in, the, in that big update, like, two years ago when everyone was up in arms. Hmm. We're getting off track here. I gotta go. We're getting off track of we all not talking. Go. Jordan, I gotta go. We we'll see you in uh, a week. One week, and then soon we'll tell you about the Jordan story. We'll see you in one week. One week, you sound Jordan, like half I a gotta, parrot. Jordan, I gotta go. I gotta go. I think we told him that story several times. Now we're starting to tell stories all over again because yeah. we forget. Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, senile. Mm. Mm. Uh.
Hungry Dutchman. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sunflower Bean. A podcast without mentioning the Hungry Sunflower Dutchman. Sunflower Bean. Yeah. They have blue vinyl. It's called 20... I'm walking away. I don't know what it is. Oh, no. You're not going to walk away, are you? I don't know what it is. I got to run away. All right, hold on. Hold on. Pick my kid All right, goodbye, everybody. You can't leave until he pushes. One of the questions that we asked the others was, when was the last time you found somebody? Why did you do it? Did you think you were in the right? Do you still think you were in the right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The last time I thumped anyone was only the other day, as a matter of fact. I was driving along the road towards Northwood Hills, where my brother lives, and this cat in front of me was driving his car, and all of a sudden he stopped and opened his door. And from where I was in my truck, I could see that he never looked in his mirror. Dig it? I could see that he never looked in his mirror. He just opened his door, which caused me to swerve on the other other side of the road, very narrowly missing an oncoming motor car. So I pulled in, and like a gentleman, I went up to him. I said, now, look, man, like, that ain't cool. Like, the thing to do, man, if you're going to stop your car, you stop, you look in your mirror, and if there's nothing about you, open your door. 
I said, but like, you never done that. And like, it nearly cost me my life. I said, and like, well, then the guy was very rude. He was rude. In fact, his last words to me were, he called me a long-haired git, so I felt compelled. Well, as soon as he was that rude, I had to like, retribution was close at hand. So that was the last time I was violent, about three days ago. And you think you were justified? You put one Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because the thing is, man, is like, when you're driving on the road, I mean, like, you get a person who's that rude, I mean, they're going to kill you. So, like, if you give them a quick, sh short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Dig it? I mean, he got off light, because I could have given him a flash, you know, I only hit him once. <laughs>
Pass now. 